Over the last 15 years, utilities and communications companies have been faced with a number of challenges, an increasingly aging workforce, an evolution of their end users, and more. The most important question they must be able to answer internally is, what are the tools that have allowed them to most effectively integrate? For many companies, mobile workforce management is a key answer. Welcome to HXGN Radio, my name is Brian, and today we are joining Zach Nichols as he chats with Gary LaPointe, Director of Strategic Partnerships for Clevest, to discuss this topic. Gary, I want to say first and foremost, thank you for joining us. Happy to have you here. Um, so let's start with just a brief overview of the topic. Can you tell me exactly um, what mobile workforce management is? Sure, happy to, and, and thanks for having me on. I'm Absolutely, thank excited you. Excited about this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, mobile workforce, a lot of folks think mobile workforce is just about uh, the guy or the crew that's doing work out in the field, and, and that's not true. It's actually all the, the pieces, uh, software, technologies, that enable them, but it's also about the folks who schedule that work. It's uh, about the dispatchers who get that work out to them. And then, of course, the folks out in the field getting the actual work done. Uh, it's the tools that help them do their job better. So it, it's that entire view, um, office and field. Right. And, and, and so to that extent, then, you know, if, if we go back in time and we start looking historically, right, over, over a long period and stretches, we've seen that pretty much every business has had some version um, of a mobile workforce tool, right? Sure. Um, whether it's exactly mobile is a different conversation, <laughs> but they've had some some form of, of, of that uh, that tool. Um, so, so looking back and moving forward, how has that exactly changed over time? How have we seen that develop? Yeah, yeah, no, good question. Um, so you're, you're right, they've, they've always had something and the tools were, you know what, they, they were radio. So the person would pick up that radio in the truck, call back to the office and, and they'd pick up and talk to them about, oh, you've got this work in this space or somebody in the office reach out, hey, who's near this, the drugstore? I've, I've got a transformer out, right? That, that was mobile, um, not that long ago that was mobile, but you know, it evolved and it, it got into, uh, you know, as we got connectivity, right? Better connectivity. Um, it got into tools that would let, uh, let the workers uh, connect seamlessly back into that office so they could get uh, they could get things electronically. And when did we start to see that change kind of start moving? Yeah, you, you saw it in the, you know, basically late 90s, uh, kind of the uh, the first systems coming out to take advantage of, of good wireless connectivity. Um, and so, uh, so turning paper stacks of forms into electronic forms. Um, but then you saw that kind of continue to evolve, evolve over the last 15 years into, into better tools, uh, more, more advanced tools, you know, kind of taking advantage of, you know, things we've got in front of us, right? Tablets, smartphones, not just a laptop sitting in that truck, um, you know, kind of replacing the radio with, with texting and so on. And so we've seen every company, like, like you said, invest in this over time. And, and I guess the natural extension then as a question is, um, what exactly are the benefits that they've seen from that investment? Sure. And yeah, the, you know, the benefits are, are in several different places. Some of the core benefits though are, um, how do I roll trucks less often? So every time you, you start that truck up and get somebody out to go to work, that, that, that's a significant amount of money. It's, it's upwards of $200 just to, to get that truck rolling. Um, windshield time. So the amount of minutes or hours that, that folks are out on jobs. So, so how do I roll trucks less often, um, get them directed to the right work quicker so I've got less windshield time? And, and those are kind of the traditional savings. But then let's start talking about the, the office as well. So how do I, as the, the scheduler, who sits and I've got 50 or 60 crews I've got to schedule, how do I get that done quicker? How do I only spend a few hours 
as opposed to half my day. Um, the dispatchers, how do I spend less time on the radio and more time looking at work, looking at who's available, where they are, and getting that to them. So it, it's it's time savings in the office as well as those hard cost savings uh, out in the field with trucks and people. Yeah, and, and I think that's a key point, especially as you're looking between the field and the office. And so if I'm at home right now and I'm listening to this, my natural thought is going to be thinking that this is primarily a large company uh, uh, investment and and this is where the most uh, change is happening um, or the most benefits rather. And so how does this actually work then? How does how does the workforce management extend itself not just to these larger companies, but also on the smaller end? Yeah, no, it's, uh, and you know what, that's a big kind of misconception that it's only for large utilities. And, and certainly large utilities who have like complex scheduling needs or, you know, three shifts with, you know, complex dispatchers or complex field crews, right? They, they will get uh, a greater advantage um, to a, a more automated and, and robust mobile workforce management system. But look, even, even smaller utilities, you know, sub 5,000, thousand meters and so on small municipalities water um and so on you know their their advantage isn't in the scheduling um but when you look at what can be what can be accomplished with um having a dispatcher who might have you know three four five six seven people available to them throughout the day um there's always work that's that's just coming in constantly so it, your, your work day is never about the day you plan it's about oh wow okay i've got an outage or i've got a, a priority reconnect or or i've got a leak somewhere you know so it, it's about how do i react to those and get and understand where i have my limited resources where they are um and how available they are and getting them to that uh that incident quicker and then and then and then my day is kind of okay, where do I go from there? And so the tools actually have a greater impact on a smaller group than it does a larger because, uh, you know, a disruption to a small team tends to be pretty big, you know? Um, and so, you know, mobile tools can help um, alleviate that disruption or at least make it easier um, to to uh, smooth out the interruption of that disruption. And speaking of resource management, you had mentioned, you know, a couple questions ago that there's, you, you see a benefit in terms of um, truck costs, right? Um, and I'm assuming that's not the only place that that we're seeing savings. Can you talk a little bit more about what that that looks like, kind of across the board? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you know, certainly, um, as I said, the the truck costs, right? The rolling, the windshield time. Um, but at the same time, it's also in, in not just um, uh, hours spent by supervisors, dispatchers, and so on. You know, every, there's. Every utility out there has a stack of work that they can't get to that they're always putting off. And, it, and it's pretty critical stuff. It's maintenance, it's inspections, it's things that, you know what, it can wait till tomorrow because today I've got to do other higher priority you things. You get this next XYZ. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's not so much utilities are saving by, for example, cutting workforce. We actually don't see that. It's the workforce can now get to all of these things that were previously you know, getting put off or pushed out, um, which have impacts to longer term maintenance schedules, like office workers who their work is, uh, is, is made easier through dispatching and tools. So not just employees in the field. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. just employees, but dispatchers now, well, okay, they don't have that stack of paperwork to manage, 
but guess what? There's now updates and information and, and systems that they can be making. So, uh, so their time is freed up to do higher value things that were always pushed off because they didn't have the time. And so then just to put a point on it, so what you're saying then is it's not just a saving in terms, like, so typically when we think, especially in, in these kind of companies, we tend to think of savings, right? Almost primarily based on cost. Right. Because when we talk savings, that's that's typically, but you're saying it extends far than that. Like time is a kind of saving we're talking about where, I mean, it extends far beyond just the dollar amounts that, that we're getting for truck and windshield and everything else like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Uh, utilities will translate time into savings because well, yeah. so, it, it is about the dollars, yeah. um, but the dollars are more than just the gas savings, right? Or the truck maintenance um, or, or the salaries. It, and it translates into um, if it's costs $75 to do a connect and I can do more connections that translates into dollars for that utility. Well, and you mentioned salary, and I want to I want to talk about this real quick too, because I think um, I think this is really crucial, right? Um, so there are a lot of folks out there who, when they hear workforce management, um, they think of it in a, in a negative light, right. right? You tend to think of workforce management as a way to eventually reduce the workforce, and that when we hear the word savings we might be thinking of it in terms of we are now reducing the total amount of people who are out on the job. And I know that there are a lot of concerns about it. Can you, can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Um, you know, it is a rare situation that we've seen where you're actually reducing workforce. You, you've got you've got folks that are naturally retiring. So your, your workforce is shrinking for the most part. And also your, your more advanced skills aren't there in the younger folks today. So, so it's how do I as a utility still serve my customers because they're, they're not changing their demands. They want all the energy or water or gas they can get. They want it now and they want it all the time and they want it really cheap. So how does the utility with a, a shrinking workforce actually continue to meet those needs? Um, and so it's not about reducing the headcount. It's about being able to make sure that the utility can still provide those critical services. And then there, another important piece of this is, is the safety of that worker. So, for example, um, we have a customer up in Chicago um, that through mobile workforce, they were actually able to um, communicate out to all of their workers in a certain part of the city where there was an active shooter. Oh, so wow. there are notifications okay. in from the, the local police department sure. to that utility. Um, and so they got their collections agents out of that area. They got their, um, they had a couple of inspectors as well as That's two great. crews in that area. So they were able to pull them out. Um, and where, when you can take advantage of things like, for example, in command centers, uh, AccuWeather overlay so that you see where approaching storms are and you know where your crews are, well, guess what? You can get those crews adjusted into safe areas. So, so there is the, the reality of that safety for these workers um, as well. Okay, so that's the soft side and I just wanna close on, on a hard side question real quick. Um, like we said, established a couple times, used by every company across the board. Does this mean that they are all using the same hardware or is that going to alter as well company by company? Yeah, no, no, uh, good question. So no, it's it's it does change company by company, but it but also changes based on the work that they're doing. So for example, if if I'm um, a crew chief out there and I'm working, you know, for two or three days you know, eight, 10 people, you know what? I'm probably gonna have a laptop in my truck and, and that's what I'm gonna work with because I've got a lot of kind of complex information. But if I'm an inspector, no, I, I wanna have a tablet, um, you know, or I wanna have a smartphone. So so even within the utility, based on the, the job, 
that they're doing, um, they're going to have different devices. So they're, they're looking for technologies that can be flexible um, based on what a person needs while they're out in that field. Zach and Gary, thank you so much. For more information on today's topic, visit hexagonsafetyinfrastructure.com. And of course, to learn even more and listen to additional episodes, head over to hxgnspotlight.com. Thank you so much for joining us here on HXGN Radio.